This is Fantasy Reboot Podcast, me and my friends attempting to recast some of the world's favourite films. Here's how it works, we're going to choose various characters, all suggest actors to play the parts, we'll discuss, argue, possibly murder each other until a decision is made. We'll also be asking the question every Hollywood director must currently entertain, could Dwayne The Rock Johnson be leading man? At the end of each recording, we'll open it up to you via our Twitter account, at Fantasy Reboot. We'd appreciate a follow, subsequent votes, as and when, and you can send us as many messages as you can be bothered to send. You can email us, fantasyreboot at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe this podcast if you haven't already. Share it with your friends. Spread the love. All right, let's do it. Hello, everybody. It's episode two of Fantasy Reboot Podcast with me, Simon, with Laura. Hello. With Leo. Hello. And with Roger. Hello. And we're going to run through last week's results. We've had public votes for Back to the Future, which was episode one, before we get on to episode two. Uh, First up, we had George McFly, Marty's dad. And uh, we chose Nicholas Holt. It was my choice. And the public agreed 32% for Nicholas Holt. It's not even by a whisker. The nearest was uh, Christopher Mintz Platts, which was you, Roger. Yeah. With uh, 25%. Taron Edgerton, Laura, at yeah. uh, 22%. And Ansel Elgort bringing up the rear with 21%, Leo. Sadly. Disappointing. <laughs> um, Lorraine McFly, Marty's mum, was Elle Fanning. Roger picked Elle Fanning, and we decided she would be best for the part. The public disagreed, Roger. What do they know? The public said Emma Watson. Woo! Whoa. <laughs> Do you feel justified, Laura? Because you argued big for Emma Watson. Yeah. Well, I still agree with that. But it was a close run thing. Lily James, which was my choice, 38%. And Lily James was leading for a lot of the run there. Yeah. When I looked at it, she was way ahead. Um, 14% for Florence Pug Pew, Leo. <laughs> and uh, 7% for Elle Fanning, who we actually chose. 7%. Yeah. And oh. I used the good picture. Yeah. So, the picture that swung it. So that one... Uh, you got the public's back in there, Laura. Next up was Biff, the bully. Mm-hmm. We chose Justin Prentice, which was Laura's choice, the guy from... 13 Reasons uh, yep. Why. Yeah, uh, the public chose Will Poulter, which was my Did choice they? again. Yeah, and I it saw was the a picture, big one. though. And, um... Yeah, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> 55% of the vote went to Will Poulter, so that is a big number. Uh, second was... John Boyega and Justin Prentice, both on 18%. John Boyega got poo-pooed in the room, didn't he? Mm. Nobody wanted that, Leo. And Aaron Taylor-Johnson, yep. that was yours. Yeah, it was. And I even tried to find a picture of him with no beard. Without the beard was the key for me. Yeah. He got a measly 9%. Ugh. And it, that was the second lowest vote for the Republic, 7% L Fanning. Also, so you are the worst chooser. I'm a renegade. Um, then next character was, of course, Dr. Emmett Brown... Doc from Back yeah. to the Future. We chose Christoph Waltz, who yeah. was suggested by myself and uh, me. Yeah. yeah, Leo and Laura suggested that one. It was double trouble, so he automatically won yeah. in the room against Melissa McCarthy and Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was winning <laughs> for the first twelve hours of the vote, but in right. the second twelve hours, Christoph Waltz overtook. So forty-eight percent. Second highest uh, number of, in the votes over the week. Forty-eight percent for Christoph Waltz. They went with our decision. Second place, Johnny Depp on 33%. Melissa McCarthy got 19%, which is respectable, I think. Mm, it is. Yeah. Respectable, yeah. but not great. Now, for Marty <laughs> McFly, 
We unanimously voted for Tom Holland to get the part. It was full yes. Monty. Uh, for the most part, the public agreed. We put it on Facebook and Twitter, which is at Fantasy Reboot, by the way, on Twitter. Uh, lots suggesting Tom Holland, a few outsiders. Peter Lacey said, Zach Efron, no contest. Yeah, I thought that he was on my list. Uh, Tanya Mitchell said, Taron Egerton. Which was my uh, George. George. So, mm. yeah. Aidan yeah. Hughes said, Idris Elba. I think he was taking the mick. And Stuart Payne on Twitter said Millie Bobby Brown, which I can see happening, actually, after seeing Enola Holmes. She is fantastic. We got some messages. You can send us uh, voice messages, voice notes on our email, fantasyreboot at gmail.com, which I've mocked up as an answer phone because I was bored. Have a listen to this. Hello, this is Fantasy Reboot Podcast. Please leave your message after the beep. George McFly is going to be one of the hard ones there. He's basically a right wet lettuce and a peeping Tom. And then it turns out that he's got a good right hook on him. So uh, it's a tricky one. I am going to go with Tom Holland, the Spider-Man lad. What do you think? Hey, guys, it's Serena. So I was thinking for Biff in Back to the Future, there's an actor called Peter Finn Whitrock. He plays Edmund Tullison in that new Netflix series called Ratchet that's on at the moment. And the way that he comes across, I think he'd be so good as Biff, like, you know, confident, aggressive when needed, you know, and having like the, you know, the whole banter with Marty McFly and stuff and everything. He would be amazing. And then... I was also thinking Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. for that great chemistry as Marty and Doc. We've already seen it, like in the Avengers and Spider-Man and stuff. And I think I want more of that relationship because they're so good together chemistry-wise. And I think we've seen Robert Downey Jr. do Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Doolittle. So that quirky eccentric could come through for Doc. And just Tom Holland, like he'd be awesome. I just think if you had them three on the screen it would make for some really good viewing so there you go thanks for our first two messages Mm, for Greg and Serena there Tom Holland a double mention as George McFly which we didn't even consider it would be interesting to see who then Greg would have picked for Marty yeah yeah Yeah. remember you can send us the voice messages you can email them to fantasyreboot at gmail.com I'd love to see Robert Downey Jr. is dark. It worked. I, I think that works. So it's funny. He's it. one that I actually considered. Is he? Yeah. In the, Very yeah. good. In the deep fake, he was the other guy. He in, was, he's in with the deep fake again. <laughs> deep fake. He We're only a couple of minutes in. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah. So thanks for the messages there. That's absolutely fantastic. So we'll draw a line under Back to the Future, and we are going to move on. <laughs> I've lost it. It's not yeah. that funny. It's a scientific thing. It's a science. <laughs> okay, so you want to know what today's film is? Yes, please. Good. Glad somebody responded. <laughs> it's this one. Titanic is a 1997 blockbuster that hemorrhaged Oscars and ensured Celine Dion would never leave our heads. An old lady recounts being on board the ill-fated liner and how she fell in love when two worlds collided before the ship did with an iceberg. A spellbinding film that has you on the edge of your seat for well over three hours. But who would be in our fantasy reboot? That's what we're asking. Thank you very much to Betsy Pearl there. She's the most erudite person on this podcast and she's the only one not in the room which is upsetting. Okay, so uh, as we always do, we're going to go through five characters from the film, five who we think are the main characters in the film. Uh, We're going to say who we think we should be in it. Then we're going to decide amongst ourselves. We'll come to a decision on that character. 
And that's about all I've got to say on that, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm currently in the lead. <laughs> yes, Laura, I mean, I didn't think it was going to end up being a league table. I just thought it was a chat between friends. We'll have to get another whiteboard for that league. Yeah, yeah, well, the league table. You know who does the whiteboards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as usual, we are going to start with some facts. Titanic facts, guys. Jump in whenever you've got any. Anybody got one? It was too long. That's all I've got. Well, speaking of length, Roger, all the scenes in the film that are set in 1912 have a running time of 2 hours 40 minutes, which is the exact time it took for Titanic to sink. No way. About that as a fact, anybody? Oh, wow. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Matthew McConaughey were going to be the lineup. The two leads. Yeah. Mm. Um, after finding out that she had to be naked in front of Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet decided to break the ice, and when they first met, she flashed him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Highest grossing film when it came out. Yeah. It's yeah. been beaten since several times. Let me ask you this. Did you go and see it in the pictures? No, I was late. I didn't want to watch it because everybody else was watching it. <laughs> you Jurassic Parked it. Yes. Yeah, you Jurassic Parked it. This was the first film that I went to as a date. You went on a date mm. to Titanic. And I fell asleep. <laughs> what about your date? Uh, no, she was weeping next to me. Yeah. Hello, Kate. Why did I go out with this idiot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your thoughts on this film? I absolutely love this film. And as a result, because that song is in it, it's the only song in it. I love that song. Do you? Oh, because when it builds up to the crescendo in oh. that song. Any, anything by Celine Dion. Do you know he wanted um, Enya? To be, he wanted no lyrics, and it was going to be. Can't have it, but anyway, because the boat didn't sail away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to run through the characters. We're going to have our say on an actor who could play that character. We'll have a discussion, then we'll make a decision. Our first character is the unsinkable Molly Brown. Molly Brown is based on the unsinkable Molly Brown, a larger-than-life brassy socialite who survived the Titanic disaster and became known the world over. Played in the original film, of course, by Kathy Bates. She fitted to a T, really, didn't she? She was like Southern money. She befriended Jack, Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, could see through everybody else on the ship, pretty much. Matriarch in that situation, survived. Yeah. Kathy Bates was younger than the character seemed. Well, she see, when you look back, you thought she was old in the film, but we've got a picture of her up now and she wasn't old at all. No. You know, it's freaky as you get older that you start looking back at film characters and thinking, Isn't that funny? Yeah. I yeah. am older than that person was in that film. And when I watched that, that person was ancient. So we're going to do a round the room on who we think it should be. Let's start with Leo. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> who we poo-pooed last week on uh, Back to the Future for the Doc Brown role, but he's pulled out Melissa McCarthy. Roger. Queen Latifah. Good. I've gone for Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, and I've gone for Gina Davis. Oh, Gina Davis, Okay, so Melissa McCarthy, Queen Latifah, Helena Bonham Carter, Gina Davis for Molly Brown. Any initial thoughts, anybody, from round the table? I think they're all uh, good runners. They're all good choices. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter is your period drama actress, but... What are you going to say? I don't think she's right for the... Let me see if you've got your bases covered here. 
She's not chunky enough. Southern American. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, there Molly is Brown wasn't chunky. <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Bates was chunky, but Molly Brown, I've done my research, looked a lot more like Helena Bonham Carter than uh, Kathy yeah, Bates does. I've, I've seen, there are only sketches of her that I've seen. No, no, there's photos. <laughs> just photos. Oh, yeah, I know it's photos. <laughs> Did he draw her as well? <laughs> I'll tell you why I went for Helena Bonham Carter then. There is that thing of, she's in the Queen at the moment, of course. She's great at playing historical. She would fit on that boat at the captain's table, spot on. But I thought to myself, she is known for being posh English. Then I rewatched Fight Club. And in Fight mm, Club, yeah. she plays, I mean, a character doesn't come across as posh, but she plays posh American. Yeah. And it's actually really good. Well, she was mm. great in Fight Club. Yeah. So I just thought she's the right age. She's brassy as you like. And this is the thing is Molly Brown is known as being a brassy socialite. Is she cheeky enough, though? Like Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, no, no, she is. I love Helena Bonham Carter. Princess Margaret, she's cheeky. No, but no, 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 she's brassy. But like the the, the fun, bubbly, cheeky. I don't know if she's got that. I agree with Laura there. I thought she got a bit of that in. We watched Enola Holmes the other night. She played uh, Sherlock Holmes's mum, and I thought she got a bit of that. Oh no! Again, quite. I don't know. No. I th- I would say Melissa McCarthy because she can still play herself. It, she can that part would still work if she was playing herself, because and I think uh, Kathy Bates played a mum in a film, so they're not that far off from each other really. Kathy yeah. Bates has played Melissa McCarthy's mum. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fact. I didn't know it. I think Melissa McCarthy is a good shout. Actually, I, I'd be interested to see her play the posh. I'm sure she can. See, this is where Queen Latifah covers all these bases. She's tough. Yeah. Dead tough, but she's so classic. You think of Queen Latifah in a lot of comedy roles. Girls' Night is the one recently, and she just brings class to everything she does. Also, out of the four on that list, if any of them tell you to turn this lifeboat round, you're listening to Queen Latifah before any of those others, which is what the unsinkable Molly Brown did in real life. What about the historical aspect? I think if you're talking about a socialite that's uh, made her own money and is kind of against the class system. I think Queen Latifah couldn't do that. And I think she would... I think it's it's a move Hollywood might make to kind of change it a little bit. But to play a white character um, from 19... Yeah, yeah. I, I think... I think I still think Hollywood would do it. I don't think they'd do it with Jack and Rose. I think they might do it with Molly. I th- to, to, to base it on a historical character, but not play it fully I, I would say it'd be the other around. Like, you'd do the fictional characters race swap, but I don't know if you'd, like, race swap a... Historical character. Uh, Yeah. That's where I struggle with that one. I think if you're Hollywood now, I think they'd consider Queen Latifah. Well, the only one we've not talked about is Gina Davis, uh, which is your suggestion, Laura. So, um, why Gina Davis? Um, Well, I've not seen her in anything for a while, but I think... She died in 2015. Shut up. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> she was on a boat that sunk. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Thelma and Louise, she played that strong character, but she's also played the bubbly character in um, the mouse one. Still <laughs> little. She played the mum in that. So she, I've seen her play, like, comical, and I've seen her play serious. Yeah, and I think she's quite a powerful woman. She kind of looks the part as well, so, yeah. I would say Melissa McCarthy can do all of that. I don't think McCarthy... I don't, would be as convincing mm. in the classy socialite side of the unsinkable Molly Brown. That's why I'm leaving yeah, she's away a, from she, Melissa McCarthy. Molly Brown, I think, oh, certainly Kathy Bates as Molly Brown, is and, a hard but understanding. Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy I see as lovable. 
I, and I don't think Molly Brown, I think you love her for a different set of reasons. Yep. Should we do Around the Room? Oh, I don't know if I'm I, ready. I'm, I'm, I've been hard. looking up what else Gina Davis has done. She was in Don't Talk to Irene, which we watched, and I can't even remember her in it. She's playing herself as like a hallucination. Oh, of course. She's the trippy Gina Davis uh, in Don't Talk to Irene. Yes. She was good in that. Look, she is, she's a great actress. Okay, let's start with you, Leo, since you went first. You can't vote for yourself. That's the rule. Uh, Gina Davis. Roger. I can't remember Gina Davis in much, so I'm going to go HBC. Eleanor Bonham Carter. Carter. I'm going to go Gina Davis. Um, I'm going to go Melissa McCarthy. You'd go Melissa McCarthy on that list? Yes. You're not just saying that no, so no, you win. It. No, I, do you know what? I knew you were going to say that. That I've <laughs> Because got... we've already found out today that you cheated at one thing last no, week. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Are you playing I the... Know you're gonna, you... I knew you were going to say that, right? I the think reason, we should have to write them down. The reason I've and not... And then just... hold them up. Like the weakest link. Get I, some whiteboards. I feel like Helena Bonham Carter is the obvious posh Yes, let's not choice. go for the obvious no, 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 one. No. And I, I don't think she's got the bubbliness to her. And yeah. perhaps what Helena Bonham Carter has, Melissa McCarthy doesn't have. But if I've got to choose between the two, I'm going to go for Melissa McCarthy and give her the chance to prove she can do posh. I don't I'm think serious. she was bubbly. Queen Latifah's covering all these bases. The more you... The more you put that argument forward more, I think. Roger. Queen Latifah can do it. Queen zero votes is not even in the discussion anymore. So <laughs> our winner, at the hurdle. Our winner's Gina Davis, which yeah. I think is fair enough, actually. I think it's fair enough. I genuinely didn't think she would win this one. But she did. Okay. Well done, Laura. Fantasy Reboot Podcast. I've got Betty Davis eyes in my head now, so thanks. <laughs> She's got Gina Davis eyes. <laughs> She's Steve Davis's sister, by the way. Are we still doing facts? <laughs> okay, so we're talking about our second character. Over to Betsy Pearl. Cal Hockley is Rose's fiance. He is rich and powerful and a very horrible man. A selfish bully and a real snob. He is all of those things, portrayed, of course, brilliantly by... Billy Zane. I love Billy Zane. Mm -hmm. And Billy Zane is a good baddie. <sighs> what a baddie is in Dead Calm. I think he might have been wearing a hairpiece in this film because he's, uh, he's, he's bald now. follically challenged. He is, isn't he? Uh, but uh, got a great pair of curtains, bit Anton Deck. We're going to go round the room with our suggestions. Roger, it's you first on this one. Shia LaBeouf. Shia the Beef in English. Congratulations, <laughs> Roger. Uh, no reaction from anybody mm. in the room there. That speaking volumes. Mm. I, I do like him. Part of the reason. I like, yeah, he's been great, hasn't he, lately? Uh, my suggestion is Henry Cavill. Yes. Who we watched in the Sherlock Holmes film the yes, other day in yes. All the Holmes. Okay, mine is Oscar Isaac. Oh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> I mean, a tremendous actor. Yeah. <laughs> Leo. Robert Pattinson. Mm. Well, I'll tell you this. I can show you the piece of paper upstairs. I had Robert Pattinson written down, so he would have won straight out if I'd not crossed that out. Right. But it is going to have to go to a decision because we've got four names there. Cheryl LaBeouf from Roger. You've got Henry Cavill from me. Laura says Oscar Isaac. And Leo said Robert Pattinson. Great names, guys. Early discount from me on that list. Sorry, Roger. I would get rid of Cheryl LaBeouf on that list. Yeah, no way. Why? Because this character to me, and we've got a picture of Billy Zane there, this character was suave, he was dapper, he was good-looking, and um, he was brooding. And yep. to me, Shayla Berth, he's like a little boy who's a man. Oh, I, I think he scrubs up well. He's like a Jack Russell. I, I, I can't see him in a suit. Get him in a suit. 
No, I think he looks good in his suit. Anyone looks good in his the suit. The last two films I've seen him in, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Peanut Butter Falcon and Honey no Boy. need for a suit. He, he's playing <laughs> total Boy. grunge, dirty... Yeah, yeah, I can't see him outside of that. Did you find the Shia LaBeouf suit picture on one of these deep fake sites as well? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never seen him he's in a suit. Billy, fakes, uh, Billy Zane's face. Um, why I think he's good is because the reaction that you guys gave was kind of what I was leaning towards <laughs> because people have a predetermined dislike for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as soon as Billy Zane walks in in this... You get that as well. Yeah, he'd make a good bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, yeah, as well as a bad guy, he's got to be a coward. There's the lifeboat scene where he scoops up a kid to get himself on the lifeboat. Man, I could Shia LaBeouf. But Shia LaBeouf pick that. a child up because he's very small. <laughs> very small. Very child. small. Just pick up a small. But he's child. also got to be suave and have charisma as well. Yeah. And oh, I think he's got that. I think he's got charisma. The thing charisma. about Cal Hockley. He seems like the guy who's got everything. There is absolutely no reason for him to be the asshole he is because he's got everything. He's great looking, beefy. He's got the money. He's on this ship. He's at the captain's table. He's got the lot. You know what I mean? And um, but that's just wardrobe. Those things are kind of wardrobe. Oh, I, I don't know. I think if you did, he, if he you, would look so unnatural in in the rich upper decks. Oh, I think I think there's so many people like him in the rich upper decks. From, and there's a bit experience. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right because sometimes it's the smaller. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a small man syndrome yeah, fella who's got the the chip is, on the shoulder. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Self-made there. man, you know, new money, whatever. Okay, um, Henry Cavill for me, he's better than the roles. He's, he's better than the sum of his parts, I think. Mm. And I'm I'm discounting him on the fact that the roles he's played, Man From U.N.C.L.E. and Superman, I just don't get I away thought he was him. great in Man From U.N.C.L.E. Oh, I don't but like it. He, we watched him in that as Sherlock Holmes the other night. That's, is he it, looked, so is that a new one? Is that a it's, uh, it's TV just come out, series? It's, Enola, no, it's a film. Film, right. Okay. And it stars Millie Bobby Brown as, 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 his, as his sister. sister right. So it centres around her. It's girl right. power. It's a great film. We, we, we loved it. Right. And in that, he's Sherlock Holmes. Right. And so he looks like he would look in this film. It's a very yeah, similar yeah. time scale, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So he looks the part. He's got curlier hair than he's got in Superman and stuff. And he is chisel-jawed and he's not... He's all right, but he's not particularly a nice guy in this film. You know, he's not bad because he's Sherlock Holmes. And I saw it in him in that. Did you? And he does brooding really well. I mean, he's a great he guy. He plays the bad guy pouts. in Mission Impossible when he's got the big mustache. Oh, of course he does, yeah. Oh, does he? So Again, I didn't, I didn't like him in that. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I thought that was the same film as The Man from U.N.C.L.E. He's, I, just, I just think he's got one look. It's yeah. um, half midway stare, like a bit like Hugh Jackman can kind of slip into Daniel Powell can kind of slip into a just a, he's got one trick. I've only seen him play that. Like yeah, yeah. I think he's definitely got the look. He's got the suaveness. He's, he's handsome. Yeah. Out of that list, I would say he's the closest to the original. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Especially that picture of Billy Zane. There. Oh, I, don't I think know. Oscar I don't Isaac know. looks a bit like him yeah. without a beard. I think Oscar Isaac, same thing. He's 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 on the same. Uh, he's getting. He's not getting on the same roller coaster as uh, Shia LaBeouf because neither of them are tall enough to get ah. on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just no. put Cubans in little cells. No, yeah, yeah, but I think Oscar Isaac's got that something something. I think Robert Pattinson because based on Devil All the Time, he can play the nasty American who's supposed to be top, but behind closed doors, he's quite nasty and 
Yeah, and the funny thing with Robert Pattinson is he has got quite, I don't want to say an evil face. Mm. He's got quite a bad guy face, but has done all these roles where he's not a bad guy. And then in Tenet, no spoilers, but I kept waiting for him to be the bad guy because he does look like a bad guy. Does he have suave? Yeah, definitely. buckets. You reckon? Robert Pattinson. Mm. He's playing Batman. The more I see Pattinson Rich in, the, the better he gets. I think we're all saying that. We've said it, haven't we, Leo? Oh, Everything we've great. seen him in recently. Yeah. But I don't know, has he just got knock? My other thing, as well as him not maybe not having the poshness, I think, is he too big an actor to be playing that part? Is he going to take away from Jack? Not if you've got a good Jack. If you're not confident in your Jack, Laura, then... Uh, well, I'm just... Uh, Showing your cards early. No, 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 yeah. no. I've got a good Jack, Always but I, I'm wondering... Because Robert Pattinson is so good. Is he too quirky, then? He picks quirky roles, and he likes an indie film. I, I yeah. think he's had the early career success with the Twilight franchise, which means he can pick quirky roles. Mm. So that might be why... Oh, yeah, he wouldn't he take maybe, this part. He maybe seems a bit too quirky. He wouldn't this. take this part. Yeah, you're probably but right. he would be great at it. Yeah. So, I don't feel like we're any closer to a decision. You didn't, didn't really discuss Oscar Isaac, just just so you know. He was good as the bad oh, guy is. in Ex Machina. Uh, yeah, he was good in that, where he's playing the rich billionaire tech guy. Yeah. I don't know if he can do period piece. I think he can. He was in that one where he played the guitar with Justin Timberlake. In, inside, inside Llewellyn Davis. Yeah, yeah period-ish. Let's do around the room, let's do the names. Okay. I think Robert Pattinson. Uh, I'm going to go... Robert Pattinson. Leo? Oscar Isaac. Roger? Robert Pattinson. Hey, three votes for Robert Pattinson. Leo gets his name on the board. Well done, Leo. I don't think that's a bad decision. Fancy Reboot Podcast. Okay, our third part today, Old Rose. Here's a description from Betsy Pearl. Rose is an old lady invited on an expedition to the Titanic wreckage. She tells an increasing number of the boat's crew about her time on board their ill-fated ship. So old Rose, she's in the beginning, she's in the end, and actually she you forget, but she's in it all the way through. And it's uh, clever what they do because when she starts telling the story, nobody on board cares, and at the end of it, it's sort of like candlelight and everyone sat around with cups of tea and big jumpers on on this uh, expedition. And uh, everyone's got tears in their eyes as she wraps up this story that we've just lived through as well. Yeah. The lady who played the part in the film was Gloria Stewart. Shall we do some facts, guys? Yeah. Gloria Stewart was 89 when she played this part and they made her up to look 100 Whoa. because she was supposed to be 100 ah, years old. Right. And uh, she was really upset, apparently, about getting... She was she didn't like being made up to look 100. And then she died when she was 100 years old. Wow. Aww. Did she yeah. still have the makeup on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she, oh, she suffocated. They couldn't get it 200. <laughs> 22 years she had that makeup on. Let's go round the room with the actors. It's me to kick this one off, right? Old Rose, I'm going to say Dame Judi Dench. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Nothing for Judi Dench, one of the most accomplished actors ever. Maybe a bit obvious. I'm going for Ellen Burstyn. Lover. Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith to you, you little upstart. Dame Maggie Smith. Devil Trouble! Well, you know what? I've got to tell you, I was going to pick her. You know when you said too obvious, Laura? Because you know that me and Maggie Smith are like that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Downton Abbey, 
is my field. <laughs> so that's a doubler. I disregarded all the obvious choices because I don't think any of them are glamorous. And I know you're going to say, but Maggie my, is. She is. But, but I think when you look at this lady, she's, I don't, I don't think Maggie Smith looks old enough and I mean like oh she does now she's, she does that's why I went for Ellen Burstyn because when you look at Ellen Burstyn like for a nearly 90 year old woman she is stunning I mean in this part she is playing a lady right at the end of her life she's saying a final goodbye that's why she's on this boat I think you know yeah. and I picked Judy Dench I mean she's one of the best actresses mm-hmm. of all time but in Philomena she knocked it out of the park she playing the yeah. emotions but as is the rule on Fantasy Reboot Podcast, we had two votes for... Um, Dame Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie and Smith. And she is awesome. Pure class. She is one of my favourite actresses of all time. I absolutely love her in more ways than you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I didn't want to say it because I thought I'd have got a few eye rolls in here. Well Leo, done. why did you pick Maggie Smith? I don't know that many old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. Straight yeah. to the point. I love it. Yeah. I picked her off the back of uh, the first time I saw her playing old was the lady in the van, which so plays quite good. cantankerous oh, yes, in that. Yes, um, but she she's made up to look older than she is, so I think she can just do anything. She's vulnerable. I mean, old Rose in this plays a lot of vulnerable, and yeah. I don't see much of that in Maggie Smith in her part. She didn't seem vulnerable. I suppose she, she did is, a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, she's yeah in the Linda I think it's did. like mental health vulnerable that she's got in yeah, the lady in the yeah. van. Hey, well, it's happened again. It happened last week on Back to the Future when we had two people vote for Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz as a part of Doc, which was a curveball for me. Yeah. But it's happened again, and I think this one is uh, well-deserved. It's Dame Maggie Smith in the part of Old Rose (laughs) in Titanic. So we move on to character number four. If it's like it's going too fast today, I'm loving this. If you are, then make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Reboot. You can follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Reboot. And you can email us. We love you getting in touch. Fantasyreboot at gmail.com. We're going to start bringing in your voice notes. So you can attach a 20-second voice note for anything you've thought, any of the characters you would rather say, we will be doing recaps on these. Uh, so character number four today, we've done old Rose. Now we're going to do young Rose, Betsy Pearl. Rose is the leading lady in Titanic. She is engaged to be married to Cal, but meets and falls in love with Jack. She is very posh, but doesn't want to be a snob. There you go. Short and sweet from Betsy Pearl there. Um... I mean, Kate Winslet was great in this. I wasn't a great fan. She begged for the role, by the way. She begged for the role. She wasn't in the top running initially, and she begged James Cameron. She sent him some roses and said, let me be your rose. I like it. There you go. Clever as well. There's a pun on the flowers. Yeah. (laughs) If he did one on a really good, I don't know, a really good road, she could say, let me be on your quality street and then send him some of them. Yeah, that's a good point. She did a Y2K one, some celebrations. <laughs> Just trying to think of all chocolates she could do. Not chocolates, flowers. flowers. Oh, she's flowers, man. <laughs> I was, I'm thinking that's a great present to send to him. I was... <laughs> James Cameron, I bet he's never had roses. Yeah, good point. So it but would be a great present. There's a story, and I don't know if this is true, but Staying in. somebody was um, editing a film on George Lucas's ranch. He's got loads of edit suites, massive facility james cameron's also editing in another suite and um i can't remember who tells this story but anyway they walk past the room um as 
which with the door slightly ajar, as James Cameron was berating an editor going, David, we have the same size head. Why is my brain so much bigger than yours? It's <laughs> <laughs> my favourite James Cameron story. <laughs> we're using that on future episodes. <laughs> I like it. So, Young Rose, leading lady in the film. Laura, who are you picking? I am picking Sir Ronan. Good. Very good. Leo? I'm picking Sir Ronan. Oh, my goodness, a double-double. I'm picking Sir Ronan. <laughs> it's a triple. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you're not going to believe this, guys. I'm picking Florence Pugh. <laughs> she was my second choice. I've got to be honest, I went through all these, I went through Saoirse Ronan, I went through loads of actresses, and I just thought, what is it that Kate Winslet had? And she's like, the camera loves her, and she does the period stuff very well, and I just thought about what I've seen Florence Pugh in lately. In Little Women, she was a very similar character, she was posh, I just thought she was great in that film. I don't know if she's graceful enough. I think Saoirse Ronan has that gracefulness, yeah. Because yeah. my second choice was, um, is it Shailene Woodley? Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Um, and, and I think she's got a quite a similar look to Florence Pugh. And the reason I ended up not picking her was for that reason, that she didn't have that daintiness to her, which I think and, our and choice is. Saoirse Ronan's great at the minute. She has, oh. She's been in so many good films, Lady Bird, uh, Little Women. Brooklyn is the role, I think, yeah. that gets her this role. When, mm. yeah, she's brilliant. She plays the immigrant... And she plays the, uh, it's, it's a period piece as well. It's just, I mean, she, she just yeah. is rogue. Isn't yeah, she's she played that young, free-spirited character yeah. many, many times. Yeah, and, and I think she's got that rebel in her, like yeah, against, yeah. against the class system. I think Florence Pugh looks posher than Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, uh, I, and I don't disagree Rose with that. Rose is posh, uh, is really posh. I don't know if she does. I think she does. I think, because when you think of like Lady Bird, she doesn't look like that. Obviously, she's quite grubby in, in that. Mm. But, but even in, in Little real, Women. No, but in real life, she's actually quite feminine. Quite, Very. Yeah. Very. She yeah. played uh, yeah. Mary, Queen of Scots. Yeah. So she played in royalty before. Fair dues. It's a triple for Saoirse Ronan. Well done, guys. I'm the odd one out there. And we will be putting this one to the public vote, so it's going to be a head-to-head vote, that, between Lawrence Pugh and Saoirse Ronan. I wonder if the public will agree. 100%. Remember, you can have your feedback. Email us, fantasyreboot at gmail.com. Twitter at fantasyreboot. Fantasy Reboot Podcast. Short and sweet. Let's get on with it. Let's do our final character. Jack Dawson is the leading man, a young guy who wins his ticket on Titanic by gambling. He is a romantic and aspiring artist who meets Rose and shows her how the other half live. He also draws a picture of her boobies, an important plot point. <laughs> there you go, it's thank the only you. Thing I remember from this film. Did, yeah. did you guys enjoy that bit? Yeah. <laughs> it surprised me when that happened, actually, because the rest mm. of the film is pretty PG. You know, there's the car window. Steamy car window. Steamy scene and steamy car window. I always think, you know, when you get in your car on a winter's morning, if you've if you've squeegeed your inside window or anything like that, or on a humid morning, you can see where you've rubbed, and it always does look a bit like a low rent version of Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Leonardo that drew her, was it? I didn't know this. No, it was James Cameron. It was James Cameron, yeah. He drew her. Yeah. yeah. Did she pose? Was it a deep fake? <laughs> I can't believe how much deep fake gets mentioned on this since episode <laughs> one. It's a brand new concept. Okay, so um, 
We know the character. It's Jack. It was played by Leonardo DiCaprio. He had already had a good run. He'd done some great films up to that point. He was already becoming a megastar. And his star's never dull, does it? He's fantastic. But we're recasting him as Jack. And our first person on this one is Me. Leo. Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Roger. Ansel Elgort. Good. Prepare to be hit right from left of field here, guys. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've spoiled me moment now, oh, haven't you? Sorry. Harry Styles. Here's my second choice. <gasps> really? And mine. Oh, you're joking! Nah. What are you doing? I've picked Harry Styles. Yeah! I can't believe you thought because I thought to myself, I am going to come in, your jaws are going to hit the floor because it's such a curveball. Yeah. Same. Um, so, I mean, Harry's won it, but let's just have a chat about it first because Leo said Timothy Chalamet, who I'd be surprised if we didn't all consider. But for me, he's too little posh boy. No, in Little Women, he is the posh, posh Jack. Yeah, but he's like the free-spirited. He's like, he doesn't fit in with everybody else. He's like... He is, but he's posh. outside the group. And he's not... Leonardo DiCaprio comes across as posh. He doesn't seem like... Oh, no. He's a street like, Look at that picture. He, he's, he's a lad in he's he, a street he doesn't rat. Look, Proper street rat. He's, he's not grungy. Leo's sister said Timothy Chalamet. Well, I wrote down yeah. Artful Dodger. Because to me, <laughs> Jack... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because, you know, the band and the band played on. It's a remake, isn't it, for 2020. <laughs> so you have Artful Dodger and the Pied Piper. No, I wrote down Artful Dodger because I was thinking, well, what characteristics this guy, yeah. he would have been, if you take away the caricature of Artful Dodger, he is an urchin yeah. on the streets of London yeah. who blags his way onto, it'd be like blagging your way onto a spaceship now, yeah, wouldn't it? Be, it? Uh, moon landing. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to have that. And what did I write that? Harry Styles, for me, is easy on the eye. Everybody thinks that about Harry Styles, but he's rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down, he's a bit of an artful dodger, but he's got a cheeky glint and ultimately very likable. Yep. Yeah. You know, so... When and I, I did was, consider Timothy Chalamet because I like him. I think he's the modern day Leonardo DiCaprio. Girls love him as much as... Ah, uh, but do they love him as much as girls love Harry Styles? I think not. Yes, especially the indie girls. Uh, do you know what? I don't think Timothy Chalamet's got the balls. Uh, yeah, I don't... To be frank, I think he's too soft. Yeah, that that's that was the reason I didn't think he was the right one for that role. I think um, he can play the... I could see him as Cal. I like Ansel El Elgort for those reasons. Uh, he played the romantic lead in 14 Hour Stars and he played the artful, dodgy, self-made kind of on the edges of crime in um, Baby Driver. Um, and it's also quite nuanced, that role in, in Baby Driver, because he's, he's not doing a lot yeah. in, in terms of there's all this action going around him and he's just, just this calm centre. Yeah. That's why I like Ansel I, I considered him. Yeah. I thought he wasn't good looking enough. Because mm. I think Jack's got to be good looking. He, he has, I think Because yeah. that's kind of what almost, you know, it sells him because he is this cheeky chappy, yeah. but then he's got the looks that attracts the ladies. And I think Harry Styles, when he's in Dunkirk, he looks, he looks like a dirty soldier. Yeah. So he, I think he's great. I think he's... Looking for the right parts at the minute, isn't he? He's going to be in another film. What's he doing? He's yeah. doing something else. Yeah, he replaced Shia LaBeouf in a new film. It's a war film. Guys, I've got to be honest. I didn't think I was going to get my name on the board this week. So I'm chuffed. I split the honours with Laura. Fantasy Reboot Podcast. Uh, so our four winners today, Laura. For Molly, we had 
Gina Davis, which was your suggestion, for Cal Robert Pattinson, which was Leo's suggestion, for older Rose, we had Maggie Smith, which was Roger and Leo. So Leo's done great here. And then Saoirse Ronan was a three-way, Leo, Roger and Laura for Young Rose. And then me and Laura both said uh, Harry Styles for Jack. A good call. I think that is a killer cast. I've got it's to say, really we've picked good. a great cast there. It's really good. Oh, Hollywood is listening. <laughs> you know the email. Fancyboy.gmail.com. Uh, well done, guys. Another great week. Fantastic. One question remains, <laughs> and I would love to see this. You know, when we came up with this idea, before, when this podcast <laughs> was in a seed of an idea, we were laughing about the fact that The Rock is in everything and can seemingly play anything. We've done two films that he could not do. <laughs> I'm going to say no, that The Rock couldn't be Jack. He's more the unsinkable Molly <laughs> than Jack for me. I don't even think he could be Cal because he's too nice. No, he couldn't be, could be Cal. What about, what about Dwayne The Rock Johnson as old Rose? It's, be, it's beautiful. He could be it's Bill what, Paxton. It's what the fans want. He could be Bill could, yeah. He actually yeah. could have been Bill yeah, Paxton. Yeah. He, he played a good part. He couldn't have got the necklace around his neck. <laughs> it's a no to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Great week. Uh, we'll be posting the votes on our Twitter at Fantasy Reboot and all the results and stuff like that. You can have your say. Send us voice notes to fantasyreboot at gmail.com. We'll be back for podcast number three next week. Make sure you like and subscribe. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Fantasy Reboot Podcast with Simon Smedley, Laura Smedley, Roger Pryor and Leo Kirby. Editing and production was by Simon Smedley and Roger Pryor and music was by Simon Smedley. Email us at fantasyreboot at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Reboot for all the latest news, information on where you can get involved and regular votes so you can have your say on our choices and add your own. Have a great week, watch some films and fantasise, but not too much. Maggie Smith. Dear Maggie Smith to you, you little upstart.